0: This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. It's the Better Human
1: Experience,
2: part two. That's wonderful. Today we're going to talk about sleep, rest, and essentially stress relief. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. Brad, welcome yes. to No BS Talk.
1: Where there will be no BS.
2: Because we, you and I, no BS. Hmm.
1: Well, it's nice to have you here. I'm Brad Lovell. I'm Julie Turner. And this is, indeed, No BS Talk, and today we are talking about
2: sleep Mm -hmm. among other things but before we get started i want to let you guys know hold on hold
1: on yes maybe we can start with a nap a nap yeah
2: not yet brad no napping yet Ah. maybe later but before we get started i just want to let everyone know we have a very special guest today today is brad's crush it's dr nick jensen of divine elements Dr. Nick and his lovely wife, Dr. Sonia, have a thriving practice in Vancouver, Canada. They're naturopathic doctors with a special flair for longevity and biohacking. So don't forget, we are going to have Dr. Nick later in the show. So you have to stay tuned.
1: Is it time for a nap now?
2: <sighs> Brad, still no napping. <sighs> maybe, maybe sleep. Hmm. Maybe you can have a sleep. Okay. Not for a bit though.
1: Well, let's talk about sleep then.
2: It is a very important part of your daily routine. We spend actually about one third of our lives doing it. Quality sleep and getting enough of it at the right times is actually almost as essential to our survival, maybe as essential as food and water itself. Mm -hmm. Without sleep, you can't form or maintain the pathways in your brain that allow you to learn and create new memories. And that would be really sad if you couldn't remember, right?
1: Well, I've got some views on that I'm gonna talk about.
2: (laughs) It's harder to concentrate and respond quickly. And full disclosure, Brad, Mm -hmm. and you can probably join me in this, most of the better human experience was actually developed and learned, by me anyways, out of necessity. So what I mean by that is we are gonna talk, we talked nutrition last week, Mm -hmm. we're talking sleep and rest this week, and we're gonna talk movement the following week. When I was younger, I think movement was the only thing I had under control. Right. Nutrition, I learned about nutrition because I realized that I couldn't stay at a certain weight when I was about 18 years old, I realized if I live on paralyzers, which are a drink in Canada, mm. and Pizza Pops,
0: which <laughs> is dating yourself there. which is that's not a, a food. good old 80s yeah, drink, right? just so you know.
2: <laughs> well, I switched to just straight shots of vodka because I realized, hey,
1: oh, okay. well, cream
2: and Pepsi are not doing me any favors, and I can't. I don't want to give up the vodka we'll right go with now. With the vodka, that's timeless, yeah, right? It's like Ray Bans. Absolutely. So <laughs> realizing moving forward that none of that was actually nutrition at all, um, I had to learn that. But now now we're going to talk about sleep and it wasn't that long ago that i truly did not value sleep i said sentences like many of us have including john bon Jovi i'll sleep when i'm dead right right that was that was my my mandate i was like it doesn't matter if i'm tired cuz i got stuff to do and that's really important
1: it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy
2: oh right <laughs> so truly but the fact is is that i i now as we sit here today Mm. fully realize the importance of sleep and part of that was because of the research that i've done over the last few years hypnosis is a really good way to help people fall asleep and stay asleep really but there's so much more to sleep than we think there is we we kind of and honestly as as i'll as i'll mention later researchers don't actually know why we sleep they know what happens when we sleep, but they don't actually know why we sleep. So what about you, Brad? How have you been with uh, the better human experience throughout your life? As I said, movement has never been a problem for me. Well,
1: you mentioned hypnotherapy, so I just mm-hmm. want to jump in for anybody who's listening to the show for the first time. Julie and I are both clinical hypnotherapists. Yes, we are. Julie uh, has a little bit more experience than myself. Um, but I definitely agree with you, Julie, that you know, out of necessity, and I'm really glad that you put that forward because it really is kind of out of necessity, and I think that that's why we actually started this show. Absolutely. One of the reasons was because of our own personal experiences mm-hmm. with things like, you know, nutrition, sleep, and, and emotions, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've got—I'm exactly like you. Um, as a young guy, I was a band guy. I was a musician. I right. toured all over North America. My sleep patterns were ridiculous. They were pre- pretty consistent. You <laughs> consistently know. ridiculous. They're consistently ridiculous. You know, go to bed at five in the morning and get up at four in the afternoon. You know, because every musician needs 11 hours worth of sleep. Anyway, it was kind of like that. Um, And then suddenly I had kids. Right. And I went from, uh, and I was still playing. So I was getting home at 3 o'clock in the morning. And my wife at the time worked very early in the morning. And I was getting up with kids. And so it became a real issue. And I actually got programmed to live on very little sleep. And that was for like 15 years of my life.
2: Absolutely. And and as you so know, there's
1: a lot of things I am I can attest to. Right. That we're going to talk about.
2: And our point in having this conversation with you guys and between mm. us today is not so that you feel bad that you're not getting enough sleep, but it's just to understand the importance of it. Mm. And to those parents out there, young parents, we do understand that there's going to be a point in your life where sleep is not at its ideal level. It's not perfect. Yeah. And, and we are not perfect. And- I, I value sleep so much now. I actually get excited about being able to go to sleep and that makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I love you know, having a good bed and proper pillows and all that kind of stuff. In my private practice, because sleep is a good portion of it, people come to me with stress and, and I look at these things, nutrition, sleep, exercise, before I look at anything else. Super important. Um,
1: We kind of talked about the self-fulfilling prophecy of I'll sleep when I'm dead. Right. But because all of this stuff is so related, and I think we've both realized this very quickly, Mm -hmm. um, is that, you know, if you don't sleep, your nutrition can go. And then if your nutrition goes, that affects your sleep. So it really is a horrible self-fulfilling prophecy to, you know, try and take care of yourself.
2: Right. I just literally, I just worked with a client um, last week. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that she's having a hard time getting out of bed, feeling a little bit lethargic, and it's making her almost depressed that she can't get out of bed. And and I said, well, okay, so we know about her sleep, that note to self, right? And then I said, what about your nutrition? Like, how have you been eating? And she's like, oh, for like the last month and a half, I've been, you know, digging into junk food and haven't been taking care of myself. And I'm like, and do you not feel that that might have something to do with The way you're sleeping and the way your body is reacting. Mm. And she's like, oh, I hadn't really thought of that.
1: That's the funny part. And that's why I hadn't
2: really thought of that.
1: That's why this whole little series we're doing on nutrition, sleep, and movement um, is so important because those three things are very interrelated. And they just, if you can get all of them working-
2: Yes. Life will be lots- Easier.
1: A lot easier. If you're not moving, then you're not gonna sleep well because mm, if yes. you're not moving, you might not eat well. And and each one affects the other so greatly. So Absolutely. Uh, so very true. You've got
2: more information. I do. So sleep is important to a number of brain functions as well, mm-hmm. including how our nerve cells communicate with each other. And Dr. Nick's gonna actually talk about the um mitochondria and our nerve our nerve our cells. Our little
1: batteries. Uh, yes, our little batteries as you he like to great call them. Things, yeah.
2: Absolutely. In fact, your brain and body stay remarkably active while you sleep. Recent findings suggest that sleep pays, plays a housekeeping role that removes toxins in your brain and build up while you're awake. Now, this is actually something that is pretty new that That's what our body is doing while we're sleeping is it's removing toxins. It's like a flush system. Absolutely, it's really and really important. And again, I apologize to those of you out there that hear me say absolutely 500 times. Mm. Everyone needs sleep, but why, it still remains a mystery as I'd mentioned, we Mm -hmm. actually don't know why we need sleep. Sleep affects the brain, heart, and lungs, metabolism, immune function, and mood, especially mood. Don't forget mood. Can I jump in for just one sec? You always can jump in, Brad. We're, you are so we're welcome to do so. on worldwide
1: radio. Yes. Internet radio. Um, I would love to just put out there if there's somebody that, you know, would like to contribute. We, we love talking to people. We'd love to mm-hmm. hear from anybody and would welcome anything, you know, expert on sleep. We Absolute, would love to hear from yeah, you.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Right. And, and, and any expert that's listening out there right now that says, I have something to add to the better human experience. We would love to hear from you. Mm. We don't want it to just be Brad and I talking all the time. We love new information and we like to learn.
1: I love to learn from people that know more than me.
2: Uh, well, and even from people that maybe don't. <laughs> and there's a lot of them out can, there, I might add. We <laughs> can always learn, right? <laughs> so research shows that lack, chronic lack of sleep or getting poor quality of sleep You know even one night of not restful sleep i can attest to the fact that i'm not as nice a person i'm not as tolerant Mm. i'm not as relaxed i'm not as calm so we're talking chronic here
1: you're notoriously borderline anyway
2: (laughs) borderline borderline (laughs) many things i'm sure i'm just teasing (laughs) so getting poor quality of sleep increases the risks of disorders like high blood pressure cardiovascular disease diabetes depression, and obesity. Sleep is a complex and dynamic process that affects how we function in ways that scientists are just beginning to understand. Mm-hmm. And today, we're gonna focus on sleep, but also rest. Because when we say rest, it's not necessarily sleeping, but it is essential to the growth mm-hmm. of your body and your mind, so. Let me, let me share a personal experience.
1: Um, that that completely covers here. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> when I was raising my kids, and when I was on long-term uh, little sleep, right. it's very very interesting how over the long term, like it can take a while. Um, but I really started noticing because I'm a creative person. I'm a musician. I'm a. Fun, in addition to all of these things that you just mentioned, like everything that you just mentioned, one of the things I noticed was my creativity levels really started to suck.
2: Absolutely. Right? And and as I mentioned before, like our our neural pathways can't work to create, to learn, and to remember things Mm -hmm. and that we don't get enough sleep.
1: As a creative person, that became incredibly frustrating to me.
2: Mm -hmm. But I
1: didn't know at the time why it was happening. At the time, I mean, this was, God, this was like, 2004, 2000 around 2000. I'm I'm checking into um, you know red light therapy on the backs of my knees. Um, In Canada, you couldn't get melatonin at the time, so I was reading studies about melatonin Mm -hmm. just to do anything to try and get my sleep patterns, like to get sleep because I was exhausted. Um, And again, not a complaint. You know, my kids are awesome, and I'm really glad I had the time to spend with them. But. That creative process really started to suck, and memory, for sure. My memory was bad.
2: And we, we know this. We know this not only because of personal situations, but the research shows it. And often, it's very interesting to me because often we we mistakenly think that what you're experiencing i'm experiencing mm-hmm. and vice versa mm-hmm. and that's not always the situation however the research shows that across the board these are what these are the things that happen to you if you don't get enough sleep so get enough sleep right is the end of that story sleep
1: is a major foundation it is it is and we all know that you julie love to help people set up their foundations.
2: I do love to help people with their foundations almost as much as Brad loves taking care of the brain.
1: I do like brains. You know, really, the the, the truth is your brain is working all day long. You know, we're thinking, we're problem solving, we're remembering. I just talked about memories. You know, all, all of the brain activity that we have burns calories. Oh, I got to
2: think some more, Brad. I know. That would take I no, less time in the gym. I just got to think more. Got it.
1: This is why I'm so specifically scrawny.
2: <laughs> and, wow, that's a good story.
1: And well read in my own head. I'm burning right. it off by thinking. You know, it, according to certain articles, one from specifically from Livestrong, the, you know, your brain can use about 400 calories of the 2,000 calories that the average person intakes each day. So you know, that's that's a lot of calories just for your little old brain, right? Um, it controls literally everything in your body. So it's it's like, it's the king of muscles.
2: Kind of the king. The right? brain is kind of the king. It is. Absolutely. And
1: according to the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke, the brain needs rest. What happens when you don't get rest? What happens when you can't rest your brain?
2: Well, it, when you don't rest, when you're constantly on that high you're unfocused mm-hmm. and focus is in the brain so it just makes sense that yes we need to stop and when i'm working with my clients i i try to instill and insist that they get rest for their brain and i don't mean sleep i mean time in silence mm-hmm. time in silence and and if you are somebody that can that is good with meditation understands meditation absolutely please do that but just time and silence. It used to be for me, running used to be my time and silence. Now I I do purposely meditate and quite enjoy it. However, I, I value that time that my brain can rest from constant inputs
1: Too much input. And in this day and age, that's really, really tough. And it's funny because I talked about memories before, right? Mm -hmm. Like how my memory system started to get, you know, kind of really bad. Yes. And it's interesting because your memories are actually controlled by the hippocampus in your brain. And so when your brain sleeps, it's actually replaying your memories, and that's what makes them stick. So if you're not sleeping a lot, then. Well, you can't remember your memories. Oh. And that's one of my biggest regrets is because there's so many things that I did with my kids when they were little. I don't even remember them. They're like, dad, do you remember this? And do you remember that? And it's like, there's so many things that I forget. And that really, really sucks. I should have took more pictures.
2: You know what? That's so interesting that you say that because college students, mm-hmm. university students, whatever, they're like, they are running on so little sleep because they're like, gotta study, gotta yeah. study, gotta study. The gotta classic
1: study. Alex P. Keaton right? Family Ties episode where he's But like, if they
2: literally would just- study a bit and get proper sleep they'd remember the things they studied instead of going over and over and over and as hypnotherapists we actually can help people remember the things because Mm -hmm. hypnotherapy puts you into the theta state so that actually gives your brain a break
1: well this is you've said before julie that 20 minutes of hypnotherapy is about the same as two two hours of
2: sleep yeah it equates to that in the brain right
1: So, you know, if you want to fast track your brain a little bit, hypnotherapy is a very good thing, and I'm not going to get into the whole brainwave activity and what (laughs) our brain waves are doing, but it's really amazing how powerful hypnotherapy is for that.
2: Uh, It's so powerful for that. But there's certain
1: scientists, right, they actually think that with lack of sleep, it's believed that your brain actually shrinks, right? There's more studies to come on that, but that's something that's suspected. Um, And of course, without proper rest, we can be a bit irrational. You know, so there's true. no question about it. It's like, I'm tired and I'm cranky, right? So your brain simply can't process things as well when it's tired, right? When it hasn't been able to regenerate itself. So it's like, of course we have a tendency to be reactive.
2: Hey, Brad. What? Let's give your brain a rest just, just for maybe a few minutes.
1: I, I kind of got going there, didn't I?
2: You did, but that's okay. I, I don't
1: think I've ever talked that much on this show in one spot
2: but don't forget. What? Don't forget Brad. Your man crush is coming up after the break. We're going to be with Nick. Dr. Nick Jensen of Divine Elements. I wish
1: we had sound effects right now because oh, it would be like that would little be lovely, harp, wouldn't so. it?
2: It'd be great. So don't forget <laughs> to come back so that you can listen to Dr. Nick and all his information on rest and de-stressing. And then don't forget to join us after the break. After the, after the whole show. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to be doing after the whole show?
1: We're, every time after our show runs here on voiceamerica.com, we are live on Facebook.
2: We are. And that's at nobstalk.ca. Mm-hmm. K-N-O-W-B-S-talk.ca. That's right. So come on back after the break and listen to us chat with Dr. Nick and just be... Uh, in such a good space. I'm
1: feeling swoony.
2: Oh, swoony. <laughs> See you in a bit. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google
3: Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and a unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com change it's constant how you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience remember, it's not about changing who you are it's about letting go of who you are not get unstuck reach out now at julieturner.ca. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address, again, is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. And we're
1: back with one of our favorite experts, Dr. Nicholas Jensen of Divine Elements. He and his lovely wife, Dr. Sonia Jensen, fancy that, same last name, have a practice (laughs) in Vancouver, Canada, And they're both naturopathic doctors.
2: Okay, guys, full disclosure, we did record this interview a while back, and we had so much amazing content with Dr. Nick that we've had to cut it into a few different segments. So we're going to, like, hop right in in the middle of this interview.
1: That's right. So put on your Speedos, and we're diving right in. Oh, my. Dr. Nick.
3: We live in a culture where we're living with sickness or dysfunction for sometimes decades before we go, ah, I'm kind of finally tired with this. I'm tired of this because every morning I wake up, I've got a sore back. My joints are achy and it it's a struggle just to get going. You know, how long do we suffer with symptoms? And so we want to change the, the conversation.
2: I love That's that. Interesting. Thank you so much for bringing that up, actually, because that kind of, um, this may be a little off, but not really Part of what Brad and I want to do is we teach a course and the backbone of that course is clinical hypnotherapy, but there's so much more to it because part of the course is things you should have learned in school. And what you're talking about is a toxic environment that we live in. It becomes our baseline. If we don't do any research or thinking about it, that's our baseline and it's okay, but it's not okay. So this is going to be seen and heard by people literally all over the world. So they can't all come to your longevity, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: but if you, if you gave um, a starter point for people starting to actually take care of themselves, where would that be? What would your starter point be if you have one?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, before we, um, clean up our environment we have to clean up our, our ourselves our internal environment and so the first step that we walk everybody on whether it's a patient in the clinic or whether we're coaching them online is tell teach them how to get into metabolic flexibility So start changing the fuel source that's that's um, being demanded of our of our cells and so we want to improve what's called mitochondrial function the, the little batteries that, that live inside your cell when we're under chronic oxidative stress, inflammation, you know stress in general, how that plays out is basically a dwindling in numbers and activity of our, of our little batteries, these little mitochondria and because we've dumped so much sugar and toxic food and you know artificial sweeteners or whatever we're getting out of our diet we're actually our, our internal environment is matching what we're putting in and so You know, Mm -hmm. it's interesting because the time we're in with this, this virus crisis that we're, that we're currently under, everything is about how something is bad. Mm -hmm. We're not having enough conversations about, well, our bodies are just matching what the environment's telling us. And so if we're expecting all this energy and abundance and, you know, free moving, you know, vitality, we have to take a look that, that our body has just acclimatized to the status quo. So we have to change what we're putting in our body. We have to change what we're putting into our mind. You know, hypnotherapy is amazing because you're putting people into a trance state where they can choose more effective programs to operate this, this physical body and the mental emotional body. And we have to do that with our food. We have to do that with our thoughts. We have to do that with our movement. We have to do that with all these pieces because we want our body to demand. If we want more energy, we have to demand that out of our cells and our body so we have to match what we want, what we truly want and what we're willing to do with the internal environment. And that can only happen when we start encouraging change in ourselves. And that, that starts with, you know, we get people fasting. We get people uh, shrinking their meal window. We, we teach a program uh, called the Metabolic Fix, which is basically an entry point for people to start learning how to engage these practices. And we always incorporate breath. Because so many of us are just deoxygenated. You know, we've got, uh, we're all upper chest breathers, you know, because we're stuck in fight or flight, which is like the, the dominant paradigm, which means we're not getting full oxygen uh, utilization to our bodies. And which is why, you know, one of our, our main tools in our, in our longevity lab is hyperbaric therapy to increase oxygen supply to the body because your mitochondria run on two, two basic things. is a fuel source, sugar or fat, and then oxygen. And so if we can amplify the presence of, of those nutrients, higher amounts of fat, higher amounts of oxygen, take, taper off that sugar dose that's getting constantly thrown into our, you know, into our diets, mm-hmm. now we're asking our mitochondria to switch over to their hybrid engine, to start using fat as a fuel, to start increasing energy demands, start start increasing the number of those batteries, the mitochondria per cell. Which means now when we ask for more energy, it's we have a capacity to deliver that to our body. Our identity comes from how we're operating in the world and from our past experiences, right? So if we all if we've always known ourselves to like, you know, I I used to play sports in high school, whatever, but since then I've you know grabbed the booze, I you know, eat Mm. take out food and you know, so our identity changes over time, but we keep like referencing who we are based on who we were yesterday. We wake up in the morning, you know, I had a crappy day yesterday. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. So our identity is constantly being reaffirmed by our past. We don't realize, again, this is where hypnotherapy comes in. We don't realize we can actually change these programs and change our identity because all we have to do, you know, on on the most superficial level is choose a different way of doing things. And so we've never tried everything until we've actually fully aligned with the identity of who we would like to become. Mm -hmm. And I think when we can get um, our head around that and get into alignment with that, that version of ourselves that is possible, it may not be the most probable based on where we are right now, but the best possible version of us, that identity is who we're constantly moving towards. And that's why everything that people apply from a health standpoint we have to get out of the mindset of symptom suppression or symptom make that go away we have to get in the mindset of lifestyle change constantly so i mean most of us have felt that experience of fear uh, at some point in their life like a really possibly a life-threatening situation or maybe had an injury um i, I remember from a young age uh i was i was Uh, playing or outside of a hockey practice hockey rink and uh i was i got into a disagreement with a little boy i can't remember what we were arguing about or whatever it was but he ended up throwing a rock and it hit me in the head and i didn't feel i mean this sounds kind of violent but um i didn't really feel the pain or the fear until i saw blood as soon as i saw blood i was in panic And so you know it's something that takes over your entire body You, you feel like you've lost control You you start feeling the pain of it. You start feeling, you know, just the sweat come out. And so, you know, that's maybe an extreme example. But we've all been probably in situations where we've, you know, are are we going to make it through this? Like, there's a lot of fear that comes up, you know. And that's a complete physiological change that's happening in our body. Mm -hmm. Now, those are more extreme examples. But let's take, you know, modern life. Am I going to have enough money for rent? Am I going to... You know what are the modern day stressors? You know, am I going to get to work on time? You know, uh, I had gotten a fight with my partner. You know, the problem is, is that the fear button or the stress button. You know, that it doesn't. You can relate to it differently based on the chemicals that are being secreted into the body. But essentially, it's like the saber toothed tiger is constantly chasing us in the modern world that we live Absolutely. in.
2: Absolutely.
3: And so we're getting this upregulation or circulation of epinephrine, cortisol, uh, norepinephrine, adrenaline. I mean, this massive change in our blood chemistry that's convincing every cell in our body that we're, we need to run away from this so-called saber-toothed tiger, this danger. So this is like
1: the or flight syndrome. Right?
3: Totally, yeah. And so when that's, when that's the baseline program, we're going to have a tough time with our immune system, with our energy, with our... Uh, you know, detoxification pathways with our digestion, you name it, because the the prime system that's in operation is fight or flight. And so we're we're not going to perform as well when we're constantly in that state. What I think we should be like is highly adaptable, resilient human beings. And so we have to be able to, we have to be able to deal with the modern day stressors. We can't live in a vacuum where none of that stuff exists. So we have to be more resilient is is the the basic most simplest way to say this and so we want to be what we teach people to do is to be more resilient biochemically be more resilient uh, physically you know with exercise be more resilient with um, increasing the nutritional density of the food we're eating possibly supplement in some extra things that help us be become more resilient Uh, maybe we've got a chronic Health condition that's affecting our energy level, which is affecting our body's ability to be more adaptable, more resilient. But the the and and you can you know put that adaptability, plug that into your breath work, your exercise, your nutrition, anything. But that's I think I feel like that's what we're what we need is to become more resilient, more adaptable human beings.
2: So you spoke of breath work a couple of times, and my thought process is that we all have the capability of doing breath work without taking a, a hundred hour course without buying a supplement, without doing anything. So what can you give our viewers, our listeners, mm-hmm. for breath work?
3: I think one of the, the, the best ones, the easiest to do, is uh, heart coherence breathing. So there's a company called HeartMath, which you, you two may be uh, familiar with. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're a global company that are teaching a very simple breath exercise. and the basic tenet of, of their teaching is that the heart has the largest electromagnetic field. And it's not actually the brain that's telling the heart what to do, it's actually the heart telling the brain and then the brain then communicates to the rest of the body. This is kind of like, the brain's kind of like a relay station, you know, for, for everything. But the heart generates its own signal from within. And so it's, it's an independent working faculty that is interconnected with everything. So there's three basic aspects to this breath. And so the first one is just recognizing the awareness around your heart. And so, for example, we're wearing, I'm wearing shoes right now, you guys, I'm not sure if you are or not, but maybe we're wearing socks, but you know, we walk around, we forget we're wearing shoes, right? But now that I'm paying attention to it, I recognize that I can feel the shoes around my feet. And so it's the same thing. You're just bringing awareness down to where the heart is. And maybe those of you who have more practice with this, maybe you can actually feel your heart beating. But nonetheless, you're bringing your, your awareness to the space around your heart. And then the next thing you're doing with this, with this breath, with the actual breath, is imagining that all your breath is coming in and out of your heart. So you could you know, visualize yourself breathing in love, courage, strength, healing in. And then you're radiating out that same expression to all our brothers and sisters on the planet. Love, courage, strength, healing. And so this is the the reverberating mechanism of sending message within and without. And then the third piece is you focus on something that brings you bliss. And, uh, you know, you brought up a, qu- a question in a previous call where you asked me to um, ask my younger self what he would think of me now. I mean, that brings me so much joy just thinking of like, you know, how much growth that happens in our lives and you know if i could talk to a younger version of myself and say hey first of all everything's going to be okay you got this and you know good things are coming for you you know if you if we can link back into that child version of us you know where we're doing this breath work and just honoring that innocence that bliss the joy the time when things were simple you know maybe that's a good focus point for you but it could also be you know a kid a a loved one or whatever you're you're that's the third piece is bringing the mental aspect into the heart so three aspects awareness into the heart imagines if you're breathing through the heart third thing is you're thinking or remembering a time when you felt uplifted
2: that was wonderful i'm so glad dr nick was here with us today i love that type of breathing and there's so many different types of breath work out there it's just countless the amounts of different things that we can do with that
1: absolutely i agree and as a as a professional singer for many many years I kind of got a good head start on that without even knowing.
2: And I've actually learned quite a few things. I I actually, you know, not that we're talking about this today, but one of my favorite things that you taught me because you're a singer was where your voice resonates in your body. And maybe we'll talk about that a different day. I think we need to have you talk about creativity on one of these segments. I think that would be a really good idea. I would be more than happy to do that. (laughs) But we won't get into it today. But what we're going to get into today, before we take a break, Mm -hmm. is if you two would like to be an expert on our show, we would love to have you.
1: We would. Or if you've got something uh, that you think, uh, you know, we would be great at promoting... Which
2: would be anything because you know? we are delightful. Yeah. Well, I am. We would absolutely love to talk to you about that. Yes. And some of our sponsors already. Just recently, we received sponsorship from doTERRA Oils. Very cool. Pretty excited about that. Yep. And outside the box, digital media. More on both of them coming. We'll be doing a, a small little segments. So that actually doTERRA, we got a large segment coming up. We got a
1: large segment about the the actual oils and and how that affects people. It's gonna be very, very interesting and very much good information.
2: Yes, and Darcy from Outside the Box Digital Media wants to give away a bunch of marketing starter kits for those small businesses out there that just want to start tracking how their business is doing in social media.
1: Very, very good product. Very, very intuitive product. Yeah, we both
2: use it, it's awesome, we love it. Thank you Darcy for offering that. Get a hold of us Mm -hmm. and stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned. Yeah. After these wonderful messages, we will be
2: back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Change, it's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca Creativity History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and a unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you're listening to no bs talk with julie turner and brad level if you'd like to be a part of our community why not visit us at no bs leave us any questions or comments about the show We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show.
2: We love Dr. Nick.
0: Oh,
1: do we ever love Dr. Nick.
2: Thank you guys for joining us again. Just remember to look forward and not back. We need to get rest and take care.
1: We absolutely do. But before we continue, i just like to put this out there again. We talked a little bit earlier about if, if there's any experts out there on sleep that would like to contribute. Or any other Yeah, anybody, topic. Any, any other topic.
2: Yes, absolutely. We
1: love it when people get in touch with us. We will be on Facebook after this show at nobstalk.ca. 3
2: p.m. 3 p.m. PST. And Tuesdays. So
1: if we have any experts that would like to chime in, we would love to hear from you. Um, and also too, you know, we're always looking for advertisers who may or may want not want to showcase themselves or their products. So get in touch with us as well.
2: We have availability for advertising spots for mm. an actual commercial, but we've also got the opportunity of coming onto the show with us. Yep. So whatever works for you.
1: Yeah, we want to hear from you. Julie, sleep. Yes. I'm not telling you to sleep.
2: You know, we've talked about sleep and rest. <laughs> that would probably work. I'm very, very suggestible. I'm
1: hypnotizing her right yes, now. Yes, he is. It's not you're getting sleepy anymore. <laughs> it's Julie, sleep. Ju- just sleep. I'm a very paternal hypnotist. I was
2: going to say, maybe at some point we'll get into <laughs> the suggestibility uh, differences, and I am a physical. So we'll we'll get back to that. But we wanted to give you guys some tips. So we've talked with Dr. Nick about what stress does to the body mm-hmm. and about our little batteries and all that fun stuff. But maybe we should give some tips on getting enough sleep and rest.
1: Yeah. And, you know, before we get into this, there's a, a million places that you can find tips on sleep mm-hmm. there on are. Google, on the Internet. So if you are having issues with sleep, just it's very easy to find information. And sometimes before we get into the tips, I'm just going to say personally, There's things that you might look at and go, well, that's ridiculous, that won't work, and it does. So be open-minded when you're trying to help yourself solve your sleep issues.
2: Be absolutely open-minded, but with anything else that you find on the internet. When you Google something, Mm -hmm. you're getting the good and the bad. Yeah, you are. You're getting people's opinions, not always facts. So I always tell people, whether it's your sleep, nutrition, fitness, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. make sure that it makes sense for you and to you Mm -hmm. and go with your gut, your instinct, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. If you need help figuring out what that is and where it is, well, Brad and I can both help you with that. You can reach out anytime you like.
1: So Julie, you've got some good tips.
2: I do have some good tips. As we said, getting enough sleep and rest is essential. One of the things that I did a long, long time ago, and I'm pretty good with sticking to it, is I I set a schedule for myself. Mm -hmm. And this is, with all of the better human experience items, I will often have people say, oh, I need to be more disciplined, that's true. We need to stop looking at taking care of ourselves as being disciplined. Taking care of yourself is self-care, it's self-love, and it's a gift to yourself. So when I say, go to bed and wake up at the same time each day, it shouldn't be something that you go, oh, I don't want to. A chore. It should be like, yay, I am taking care of myself. I am gonna have better days because of this. So off my soapbox I go. often people are like, well, but it's the weekend and I should be able to stay out till three, four o'clock in the morning. And you know what? You do you. There's no judgment here. I'm not talking about perfection. However, I stick to the same schedule seven days a week, every day of the year. And I feel amazing. And I'm, you know, maybe a day or two older than 20 at this point. Maybe. I'm not
1: I would never have known. I know, right. I would never have known.
2: How do you deal with your schedule, Brad? Are are you good with that? Do you tend to subscribe to the same thing? Because again, this is not about being right or wrong. It's about what works. Um...
1: I definitely agree with a a schedule. Um, I'm not nearly as militant as I used to be. Right. Um, Years ago when I came to the realization that sleep was important and I, you know, my kids were older and I was able to start getting it. Um, (laughs) Oh, happy day. After I got over my my work addiction, Mm. um, I'm definitely one of those people that- Did uh, you
2: get over that addiction?
1: I'm so much better than I used to be. that's frightening. (laughs) But I agree. I, I get up at the same time every day. Um, you know, give or take. you know, I will allow myself to snooze for 20 minutes, or you know there's been days where it's half an hour, 45 minutes, if I have that comfort, you know what I mean, if I have that ability to do so, not always, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I mean, at one time in my life for about four years, I literally would set my running shoes and my my, my running gear out before I went to bed, and my feet were in my shoes before my eyes were even fully open.
2: I because totally I had this that.
1: discipline. It's like I will be disciplined and I will go walk my 10K first thing in the morning. There's nothing wrong with that. But
2: your sleep and exhaustion levels are really important there. And mm-hmm. and before we continue on the tips, I did want to mention, Brad, you had said that you got over your uh, workaholic tendencies, mm-hmm. which is debatable. However, it is. I 100%... Uh, resonate with that because I, without question, had workaholic tendencies. And just like I had to learn all the other steps of the better human experience, which is why this came about, Mm -hmm. I had to learn that it does not give me any awards and any prizes at the end of my life for working myself to the bone Mm -hmm. it is so much more important that you get value out of your life and value does not come from the dollars that you make it does not come from saying oh i worked 12 hours yesterday that should not be a point of pride Mm -hmm. that should not be a point of pride if you're working 12 hours you know unless you're a surgeon and you get you know you you have to Mm -hmm. please try and remember that it shouldn't be a point of pride to work yourself literally to death
1: And you say pride. Yes. But I'm going to add this because I went from, uh, you know, a guy who wasn't getting any sleep to a guy who became very, very disciplined. And I actually, for me, it was like an earning system. Mm. Did I earn today?
2: Yeah, gold stars.
1: Right? So I'm not going to go to sleep yet if I haven't done what my brain thinks is enough to warrant that I go get that sleep. no i was literally that guy that was getting up in the morning how many of you out there are
2: listening to this and going yeah that's that's me
1: yeah so i mean let this be a warning because i'm a very healthy guy i'm you know i'm not perfect i'm not an olympic athlete but i'm a healthy human being um and that mindset it it was like a pendulum swung too much into the whole Mm. i'm gonna win this thing mindset right and i ended up being miserable and I literally, you know, I was doing half marathons, I was going to the gym, I had a trainer, I was up walking 10K every morning. All K of these things morning, are
2: totally fine. And
1: all of these things are totally fine. Just
2: don't be a cautionary tale.
1: You know what, I face planted into the ground. Yeah, I woke it up one day and I just literally couldn't move.
2: It happens. Again, just make sure that you're getting enough rest. We're Mm -hmm. not trying to tell you what you need to do Mm -hmm. in your work schedule, in your workout schedule or anything else. But if you are dragging your butt to everything you need to do, you're not getting enough rest. Mm -hmm. If you are having a hard time remembering things, you're not getting enough rest. If you're feeling slightly depressed, you're not getting enough rest. Right. And that's something you need to look at.
1: And that's that's really good. So thank, thank you for saying that. Yes. Because, you know, my situation is not everybody's situation. No, but it is that's not. that's my firsthand knowledge. And I'm going to say, too, I was exhausted. And it was like I was not waking up in the morning feeling refreshed and ready to go.
2: Right. I don't wake up with an alarm. I wake up between 5 and 6 a.m. every morning, no alarm. Yes, I go to bed at a decent time. And I wake up going, what do I get to do today? Mm. Not, oh, it's another day. Yeah. If you're living in the state of, oh, it's another day, please yeah. give somebody a call. It doesn't have to be us, although we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, so the scheduling is is important. I do absolutely schedule. I'm pretty much the same every day. Right. There's the short
2: answer to the question <laughs> you asked. <laughs> Brad never gives the short right. answer, but that's okay. But we touched that's on exercise That's why we love him. Too. We did. And we're going to touch on exercise again. So as we said, too much is not a good thing, but not enough is probably worse. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying now, because remember science actually, people think that science is some kind of definitive and it was figured out once and it should stay that way forever. Not true. Always keep on top of it. Science is always changing, morphing, growing. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying now for exercise is you need 20 to 30 min- min- minutes per day at a minimum. Without question, this is easier to sleep if we're actually a little bit tired, but don't exercise close to bedtime because it actually gets your heart rate up, it gets mm. you excited, it's harder to sleep. So those people that are like, oh, I, I work out at night, you're, you're not doing yourself any favors. I'm a first thing in the morning person, but you don't have to be, whatever Everybody's works different. for you, whatever time you feel strongest, more, you know, excited to go workout. And we'll talk about working out and movement more in the third segment yeah. of the better human experience. So mm-hmm. we won't get into it. So maybe, maybe we won't get into it at all. We'll just spoiler alert. We're going to talk about different things that are not necessarily going to the gym. When we talk to our expert. How in incredibly movement. timely. How, and yes, because sometimes How incredibly timely.
1: You know, the, uh, caffeine, you know, probably a bad idea. Caffeine affects people, different people differently. I know people mm-hmm. that it doesn't bother them, doesn't seem to affect their lives at all. Uh, and I know other people that are just like a wired mess on half a cup of coffee. It's very interesting.
2: That is interesting. Right? Now, But... I, from a science point of view, we don't have science around this. And and again, if you're an expert and you're listening right now, Mm -hmm. I would love some feedback on this because this is a thought process, not a fact.
1: Well, I would Maybe, Mm -hmm.
2: maybe those people that are not affected by caffeine, possibly they should look at the issues with their adrenal glands. Because I know I have had adrenal fatigue in my life. And unless I was moving, I was sleeping. I was falling asleep if I wasn't actually moving because my adrenal glands were like, oh, she stopped moving. Guess it's time to sleep. Because I had wrung myself out so much. So I would love to hear from experts if there's any out there. You're a little
1: bit like a shark.
2: I am, if I don't move. If you're not
1: moving, you'll die.
2: (laughs) Yep, my eyes have to close. (laughs) But yeah, caffeine,
1: nicotine, anything that gets your heart rate up before bed is probably not the greatest idea. Um, A lot of people like to have a nightcap. We all know alcohol's a depressant, Um, so maybe that's not necessarily getting your heart rate up, but that is definitely not a great idea. And I can tell you firsthand, I was definitely a nightcap guy for a long time. Um, That's what he
2: likes to call it as a band guy, as a nightcap. Well, I was a band guy
1: (laughs) for a long time, and then I was a nightcap guy. And about a year ago, I just like pretty much quit drinking completely. And the difference in my sleep has been really, quite monumental
2: so for those of you out there that have just had a cup of coffee and you're two hours before bed and you're like well now what do i do well we have a remedy for that Aww. how to relax before you go to bed (sighs) there's there's a bunch of different ways but trying a warm bath i'm not a bath in the evening kind of person Mm -hmm. but i hear it works really well so try a warm bath and we're gonna have an expert on Uh, aromatherapy and essential oils very soon and we're pretty excited about that we are so we're going to have her on the show and she can give us some really brilliant ideas of how different scents that will actually help you relax and and do other things for you
1: and we've all heard I'm just going to dive in we've all heard about you know blue light computers Mm -hmm. that sort of thing Mm -hmm. TVs that sort of thing
2: for sure you know blue light mimics the sun if your body if your brain thinks that the sun is up it doesn't want to go to sleep so if you're watching TV As you go to sleep, you're not going to have that restful sleep Mm -hmm. that you are so essentially needing.
1: Like, certain, it's it's we're we're humans, so we were all babies once, Mm -hmm. and you know everybody's like, oh, the baby has a routine before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. We can create that for ourselves, and it is helpful.
2: I do talk about the inner child. Maybe we need to apply that to sleep as well. That's right. I think that's a brilliant idea, Brad. You're You're brilliant.
1: You're welcome, and you're so lucky.
2: (laughs) Reading. (coughs) Is, a, is something that you can do instead of uh, the screens, instead of your phone. Don't read on, a, what are those things called? What are the? A tablet? D- no. Kindle? D- ah, yes, thank you. I'm like, a Tyndall? No, I'm mixing Tinder and Kindle. You shouldn't Tinder before you go to sleep either. <laughs> no. Uh, nightmares, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Maybe that's my Tinder life, I don't know. That is. No judgment. <clears> hmm. <throat> So there are a bunch of other things. Some people do restorative yoga, just mm-hmm. relaxation. Just don't do, don't watch TV, have a cup of coffee, and talk to your, your worst enemy just before you go to bed. That's that's what we're saying.
1: Probably a bad idea. Everybody's got their thing. And of course, there's always 1-800-GUIDOS-MASSAGE-THERAPY-TRUCK.
2: Is there? Yeah, there is. Okay. I, I'm not even gonna Somewhere question Brad world. on that. Somewhere in this world that exists. I, I have faith in you, Brad, i believing in you. How about where you sleep? Okay, so where you sleep, mm-hmm. sleep hygiene, as they call it, is something that I've worked with for, forever. So in a previous lifetime, when I was a coach, I wasn't a hypnotherapist yet, but I still helped people have a better experience in their life, and I worked with a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. People that wanted higher performance, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say, Well, what does your room look like? Tell me what your room looks like. And I would do home visits. Right. And I would actually go through their home and just like, uh, no judgment here. But if you want better rest, you can't have a TV in your room. You can't have a bunch of electronics mm-hmm. of any type because they all emit a, a low, low level sound, mm-hmm. let alone the. I don't remember what the, the, the electromagnet, the EMFs. There you oh, go. Okay. I'm like, ah, what is that word? As you can tell, we don't fully script our shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's totally lying. She was just trying to eat a Danish while she was right. talking. Yes. <laughs> that is so ironic. But yeah, any, I mean, you, you know. can go
1: all the way with that electronic stuff, but mm. I mean, the, the quick I don't have
2: any electronics in my room whatsoever. My bedroom mm. is for sleep and sex. Sleep and sex. I was just going to bring up sex sex. because
1: from what I understand, that's not recommended before you go to sleep.
2: Are you kidding me? (laughs) That is a beautiful way to relax. Depends on the sex, I suppose. There can be, you know, sometimes it's more like a sport and therefore... That would be working out before you go to bed. I was gonna say relaxation sex before you go to bed your is your rate. prescription. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Relaxation <laughs> sex. Well and it could just like knock you right out. So It could. Again. We I mean, you know it, all we, don't have, saying, we don't have the specific recipe. I would do you, say Brad? either
1: be all in or all out. That's not something you want to go halfway <laughs> on. I mean if you're right. concerned about your sleep, you know, just either gently go to sleep go to sleep and forget about it, or go for the gold.
2: I hardcore disagree. Um <laughs> Uh, I think relaxation sex is a thing. I'm going to make it a thing. But here's something to remember. If you are lying awake in bed, just get up. Just get up and do something because you'll get frustrated. And then the next night when you go to sleep, you're like, oh, I remember how frustrating it was. I hope I fall asleep tonight. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, you just might not.
1: Well, the other part of it, too, is you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. Absolutely. So all of those things combined.
2: So what you should do is you should join us after the show because we've got a lot more tips that they can hear from us mm-hmm. on Facebook Live at 3 p.m. Tuesdays. So after this show, if you're listening to it live, if you're not listening to it live, you can go and check the replay of that video mm-hmm. where we're going to continue with more tips. On sleep.
1: We've got lots of tips on sleep. And we, we'll, we would be more than happy to share some more of our own personal experiences because I think that those are helpful to people as well. Yes. And we want to hear from people, people back to us. We do. This is a community thing.
2: And we want to thank you for being here with us in our community today.
1: Yeah, our little no BS talk community.
2: You bet. And thank you, Brad.
1: Thank you, Julie.
2: We look forward to seeing you, hearing you, having you hear us again.
1: I can't even top
0: that. Stay well, people. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here too.